friends to lovers, to kisses and cuddles, we are doing it God's way. This, this is Stronger Together, Closer to God. Hey fam, welcome to Stronger Together, Closer to God podcast. This is Minister Vernon, and I wonder if you ever felt lost. I don't know if you have ever got lost when you were a child or adult. I know I have in my experience, <laughs> and I've had moments when I was lost at a park one time and I didn't know where to go and turn at first but then eventually I just waited to focus on my mom's voice and then I was able to direct myself towards her and find her and I don't know if for many of you prior to these GPS days now on our phones and tablets prior to that there was a time and I'm not that old but there was a time when you would literally be told how to get to a destination, given an address, and you would have to figure out how to get there. And of course, hopefully you would interact with some people who had some information to help you out along the way. Or it may have been a situation where you could have got some resources like a map to kind of help you and guide you along the way. During my journey from January to August, it was kind of like feeling lost. Because it was a question of what's next for me. Uh, many of you, if you did not know, my father went home to be with the Lord in January. And it was a sad time, a grieving time, a moment. But it also was a moment in time where my caregiving season had been completed. When I was young, all the way up to age of 15, I was taking care of my mom. And then later on, just within this year i was taking care of my dad seven years taking care of him before he went home to be with the lord so it's been a, one of those emotional roller coaster experiences one of those experiences that has gone a lot of different ways and i have felt it all especially in a row as a caregiver sometimes you will go through those emotional roller coasters because you are not prepared or equipped all these moments and i think as I've talked to my wife, it's not to say that in other parts of the world, especially our Eastern culture side of the world, that this is not the case. But it find out that a lot of them, you'll find that it takes a village. Truly, that statement is true. It is a village that comes together to take care of their elders. But when it comes to American culture, sometimes we are ones that may make, make decisions and put others or put the, our elders in places for them to take care. And we don't spend as much time as we should. I say all of that because in this journey, I had to kind of find myself who I was. And so during the summer months, it was just a lot going on in the, t in the place of doing summer camp and then of course getting trying to figure out in my mind where do I go from here what do I do in these moments and times and one of the things that I shared is that I had to go back to the roots of the bible and I went back to psalms 23 and there's one particular scripture that pops out and it's psalms 23 verse 1 and I'm going to read King James Version, then an easy to read version. The King James Version says, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Ironically enough, in any of the different verses you find, all of them start off the same way. The Lord is my shepherd. But in the easy to read version, the second part to that contest, it says, I will always have everything I need. 
I don't know about you, but sometimes I find myself where that I just just so appreciative of God because I could have went into a depressive state. I could have went into a state of just feeling like I'm next to nothing. I could have went into a state where I just felt like I have nothing at all. But I have to realize that I have more than enough. And especially in a situation in these time of days that the Lord doesn't have to continue to pour into me, love on me, care for me, support me in ways that I expected. But our Lord God does. And that had to really realign my focus and realign my purpose of what I'm supposed to do. See, the unique thing of these unique scripture from David is that David knew how close it was to be like God. And what I mean by that is he was a shepherd himself and he used that experience also as a metaphor in which he understood Lord God's role as a shepherd. Our, our heavenly father is to refresh us, is to guide us. He protects us. He provides abundance and he provides confidence within us. And most importantly, that I shall not want, I don't deserve it. I don't deserve him. But thank Lord God, thank Yahweh, because he will always be there and he will always provide for everything that I need. And that was the thing about it is that he, this reflection and metaphor reminded me of Isaiah 40 verse 11, where it says he will take care of his flock like a shepherd. He will gather the lambs together and carry them in his arms. He will gently lead their mothers. And I had to allow God to see my wants so that he can give me direction and give me guidance. And one of the areas, especially as a man in a marriage or as a, in a family role, we have to step up and be the providers for our family. And so one of the things that I had to make the decision to do was to go back into the classroom. And so can I be honest with you? I really didn't want to be back in the classroom. Now, I know some of y'all will say, but that's one of your gifts. You're a teacher. You're supposed to teach. So how would you not be happy to go back in the classroom? And I guess for all these years of being in the role of a caregiver, I was happy and content of where I was, uh, given the matter and the situation that I was doing. But now returning back into the work field, um, there was just questions that I had in mind, you know, and things about how to provide for my family, especially for all this time. God has blessed us in a situation where we were provided, but he also gave me vision and wisdom to know that this season, like a well, is going to dry up. So what you're going to do next? And so I hope and pray I made the right decision to go back in the classroom. And I know that if I feel peace and where I'm at, then I know I made the right decision. And I feel that peace is a stressful teaching in a middle school level. Absolutely. No question about it. But I do feel a sense of peace. And God just kind of reminded me there were two individuals who had to go back from time to time to work, too. 
One of those individuals was Paul. In Acts 18, verse 1 through 3, it says, After this, Paul left Athens and went to Corinth. There he met a Jew named Aquila, born in Pontus, who had recently come from Italy with his wife Priscilla. The emperor Claudius had ordered all the Jews to leave Rome. Paul went to see them and stayed and worked with them because he earned his living by making tents just as they did. And this wasn't no weekend visit and he was making tents. He stayed there for quite some time. He also did some work for the Lord and going on the Sabbath to the churches and talking about the gospel and talking about Jesus and everything else. But during the weekday, he made tents with Priscilla and Aquila. And so it just opened my eye to realize that if there are moments and times God had to have his own disciples go back and go back with their hands, what they were best gifted in. What does that say about me as a husband to take care of my family? And then he directed me to Matthew 17 verses 24 to 27. It says when Jesus and his disciples came to Capernaum, the collectors of the temple tax came to Peter and asked, does your teacher pay the temple tax? Of course, Peter answered. When Peter went into the house, Jesus spoke up first. Simon, what is your opinion? Who pays duties or taxes to the kings of this world? The citizens of the country or the foreigners? The foreigners, answered Peter. Well then, replied Jesus, that means that the citizens don't have to pay. But we don't want to offend these people. So go to the lake and drop in a line. Pull out the first fish you hook, and in this math you will find a coin worth enough for my temple's tax and yours. Take it and pay them our taxes. And if you remember the story of Peter, Peter was a fisherman. And so now God has him going on an assignment to go back out and do what his gift is, to fish. And once he gets that first fish and looks inside the mouth, that coin will be there to pay not only Jesus taxes and you thinking jesus got paid taxes yes he did he didn't want to offend the people but he also had enough in that coin to pay peter's taxes and i guess those reassure me in this moment in time that in my season right now this was the best decision to do i had to do what matthew six thirty three says which is instead of being concerned above everything else and with the kingdom of god do what he is requiring me and he will provide all these other things. And the other piece I have to realize too, is that I have to be confident in the Lord God. I have to trust his process and have faith. It will come through. He will take care of me, take care of my wife, and he will take us into his fold and provide for us. I must know that the shepherd's voice and to follow him. So in conclusion, I just want to say this to everybody that in the midst of these times and moments that especially in our roles of life, that there will be times where we feel lost. Sometimes those loss, and especially as you get older, some people call it midlife crisis situations. Other people call it um, direction focus, trying to figure out what they want to do. Some describe it as a compass, finding our way north whatever that north is. But I have realized that that true north is my heavenly father. And as I'm going through this journey, even though as 
I feel is not meeting all my needs. I have to realize that God is supplying and meeting all my needs and it's according to his riches and glory. And it's going to be through his perspective, not through mine. I must have faith and must trust this process as I now begin a new journey. And in essence, do like a good friend of mine, Pastor Amos Johnson from Church for Entrepreneurs has expressed that I have to go back as a freshman and reconnect myself to God's calling and purpose. And through the journey of being in the school system and in this classroom, find out where God wants me to do in this moment in time and pray freely that those blessings and favor will come through. Not my will, but through his will, it will be done. This concludes our message for today. I hope this message was blessing to you. Make sure that you continue to check with us every week. We give these Motivational Mondays messages to you through our podcast. And you can check out all of our previous messages that can help build your relationships. We are stronger together, closer to God. We're building one relationship at a time and getting us connected to the Holy Word so that we can get connected to the Lord and be able to apply what he has taught us. In addition to that, make sure to join us today. We have Bible study and we also have the opportunity where we got think about it days. And for the summer, we're going to start our summer love challenge. So every Thursday, we're going to toss out a summer love challenge for the week for everybody. And we want you to just post it, post it right here on our Facebook channel. If you need to email it to us, you can do that at s2c2gpodcast at gmail.com. We want to see how you are showing love, not only to yourself, but showing love to others others as we promote the summer love challenge last but not least connect with us with our workshops we got an exciting workshop we're going to be announcing i hope you can join us and connect with us as we can give you wisdom and guidance to help you in your relationship with christ as well as in your relationship with your significant other or that potential mate or spouse take care god bless you peace and blessings to all of you